You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, ma'am, but your husband is gone. <laughs> and where he's going, he won't be coming back. What? No, not really. Now, if you need anything, anything at all, there's a pop machine right over there. Oh, okay, cream soda, maybe. <laughs> Ugh, I didn't want to tell her we're all out of cream soda. That's too bad. Oh, hello, Mr. Stevens. Hi, Doc. Wow, what happened out there? Mm, somehow that woman's husband ended up in our outgoing mail, and he ain't ever coming back. Oh, God. But on a lighter note, your results are in. Oh, great. Lighter note. That sounds like it's good news, then. Yes, good news is the results are in. The bad news is they're horrified. Oh, my God. I have polio, don't I? No. Oh, thank God. No, it's worse. What? What's worse than polio? Not much. But this is. Oh. I'm reading your test results here, and it says... Yes? Well, I'm sorry to say that you've passed away. What? You mean like I'm I'm passing away? Like I'm dying? No, no, you're already dead. I need to add you to our outgoing mail. Hmm. I think there's some sort of mistake here. Ha! The only mistake here is your choice of shirt. It's a very nice shirt. Well, I'm glad you like it, because you died in it. Either that, or we can strip you down naked and cover you in stamps. I'm not going in the mail, okay? Listen, I'm clearly not dead. If I were dead, how could I be here? This is just your body releasing the final amount of gas. And quite frankly, it smells like shit. Oh, you're making this up. I'm not making it up. It's medical science. It's in the results. Well, can I see the results? Sure. Have a look. Ha! See? No, you, you, you flipped it so fast, I couldn't see anything. It's because you're dead. It's not because I'm dead. Okay, this is ridiculous. I have a pulse. Feel it. Hmm. I suppose I can try. What are you... You're just sticking your thumbs over my eyes. I couldn't feel anything. You felt my eyes. You know what they say, the eyes are the windows 98 to the soul. You don't know what you're talking about. I see a lot of dead people. Like 90% of my patients end up dead. But feel better. Your family loved you. I told them that you were dead and they bawled. I don't have a family. Those kids? I told those kids the father had died. Oh, good. Who doesn't like zombie dad coming home? No one would like that. Speaking of families, I trust you left a will? Of course not. I didn't think I needed to. Well, that's good, because I have one right here. I, Mr. Stevens, leave all of my possessions, including my PS2, to Dr. Flimflam. I'm not leaving anything to you. Oh, yes, you are. You signed this when you came in here. <laughs> no one ever reads the papers doctors ask them to sign. God, it's so true. Cheer up. Why is everyone so morbid about this whole death thing? Now that you're dead, you can't die. You're like Casper the Friendly Ghost. Only dead. Casper the Friendly Ghost was dead. He was? But that's supposed to be a kid's movie. One second. I need to call my daughter. Beatrice, sweetie, eject that DVD before... Oh, it's too late. She's dead. She's not dead. Better get her will ready. PS2. Okay, okay, so you're saying I'm dead. So what now? I'm I'm just going to ride off that gas that's in my body? How much longer is that going to last? Mm, I should say about... Mm, 70 years. Wait, so I'm... I'm not going to die for 70 years. Oh, no, you're dead. The gas will keep you moving and reacting normally for another 70 years. Well, that sounds fine, then. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, and uh, also you have polio. Oh, no! Guys, that was really good, Morgan. Hey, not bad. All right. I'm taking lessons. Oh, yeah. is this the Rat Pack podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, this is in the wrong room. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Best Friends Podcast yeah. on Never Sleeps Network. We, uh, we are on episode 35. We sure are. Brought uh, to you by the Humber School of Comedy. Thank you, Humber, for yep. creating us and birthing us from yeah. your... 
comedy nuts. Sweet nuts. <laughs> and, uh, We're to- being joined by Greg Cochran. Yeah, but I wasn't crazy about that nuts joke. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> gotta go do well, I'll see you next week. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're happy to have you here, man. Yeah, you you gotta leave in a couple of weeks or whatever, don't you? To, to couple write of days, couple of days. Yeah. Oh no, three or four days. You're back going in... to Halley? Is that where you're going? Facts. Yeah, the facts. California. Yeah, California. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Uh, Los <laughs> Factulas. <laughs> I don't know. Haligonia, I think. No, I mean, you know. I yeah, it, I know. I call it the place where I go from the apartment to the office, and that's it, you know. <laughs> yes, <I don't> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, as an introduction to you, yeah, give us like a bio of what you're, you've got cooking. So you're, uh, we, we saw you on Skechersons a lot. Yeah, you're on yeah I used to do that. You Sunday Night Live, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, in the Second City Touring Company for a while. Oh, okay. I used to do stand-up uh, for real until I quit. Yeah, you do, <laughs> okay. you do rap battles a lot. Uh, yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've dabbled in a lot of things, and uh, yeah. quit when I get bored or uh, right. angry. That's, we, saw, uh... we saw you in like a jumbo troop. Remember with just uh, Fitzpatrick and oh uh, yeah, that, yeah, Blaya. that was forever ago. Yeah, it was yeah. hyena subpoena. Hyena subpoena. Not a great. not a popular name. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not a good one either. So, so uh, let's just ask this then. So, how did you get started in sketch comedy? I suppose mm-hmm. or comedy oh. in general. Uh, I started doing like a uh, community theater when I was eight or nine or something like that. Ooh. And then uh, I went to an arts high school for drama, tick arts. And uh, this guy came to town who had worked with kids in the hall in Second City and he was teaching improv classes. And I was like, oh, I loved kids in the hall at the time. So I took an improv class. So when I started doing improv shows in nightclubs when I was 14, basically, <laughs> in Ottawa. And then when I was 17, I tried stand up and then. Uh, whatever you know things started happening there and then i quit stand-up and went back to like sketch and improv sort of and then that stuff went well so when, when did you move to toronto like uh 10 years ago 2006 cool yeah wow the um yeah. why because i got my start in community theater as well what was the first show what was the first like play it might have been um a christmas carol nice by charles dickens Wow. You know that as one? Opposed to, as opposed to the yeah. Schultz, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Peanuts guy. Yeah, I think I had a different title. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty similar start to me and Mark, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Wait, what um, was your show? Mine was Eight of Green Gables, the musical. My first one ever was The Nutcracker. <laughs> All right. Not the musical? Uh, and it wasn't the musical. <laughs> oh, what? Really? Yeah, it was a weird, like, I did it in grade one, my first play, and then I never stopped after that. Every year I did a play, basically, and then I started doing community theater in like, grade seven. Man, Nutcracker, that is funny. With Shake- no music Shake- in it? Shakespeare's The Nutcracker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't really remember how it went or what it was about. I mean, there might have been songs. We might have all, like, lined up and sang as kids. Actually, I think oh, we buddy. did yeah, yeah. as kids. It was probably horrible. Those are funny shows to see. Yeah. Uh, uh, not that I go to schools and watch these. Things. Okay, that sounds. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oops. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Open secret in the comedy community. Yeah. So you're from, about it, you're from Ottawa, then. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. That's born that's, and mostly raised. Yeah. Is is there a good improv scene there? Uh, I don't know anymore. The uh, there well, was. What, what good are you then? Come on. Yeah. Because we're thinking about moving to Ottawa to to, <laughs> <laughs> to uh, pursue a career yeah. in improv, right? Yeah. Uh, no, it, there was a bit of one for a while, and uh, you know, like. 15, 16, 17 years ago. Yeah. I'm very old. And, uh, <laughs> but it was basically just piggybacking on the success of Whose Line Is It Anyway, sort of. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, whatever. People came out to shows and it was a weird way to spend my teenage years. Yeah. So, whatever. Well, either that or cocaine. Listen, I can't so, change what happened. I did both, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, what, uh, well, 
necessarily about cocaine. But do you have any show uh, like stories about shows that uh, didn't go so well, or like? Uh, or if you have any specific cocaine, cocaine stories, ones specifically, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, do you have any crazy shows you've ever done there? Like, have you ever been heckled for? I, I used to do when I started doing stand up. I was very like Stephen Wright, Mitch Hedberg influenced. Okay. So I did a lot of quote unquote clever stuff, you know, and people try <laughs> yeah. to sh- prove that they're Word smart. Yeah. yeah. So one thing I do, which uh, is insensitive, uh, you know, and uh, with with the benefit of hindsight, oh, <laughs> partway through my set, I would say uh, a round of applause. How many people have had their arms cut off? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah yeah not funny uh very clever but at the time hey, man, super clever <laughs> yeah and and you know one night uh there was a dude there and uh, it got very awkward i just hadn't noticed him oh my god damn and the whole audience was like dude dude i'm like well, what's going on and i'm like so that was bad and then what it was a dude with no arms with no arms or his arms yes. were cut off did he clap together his hooks i'm imagining he had hooks yeah two hooks i didn't get the information i, uh. I felt very bad uh. and fled but i didn't learn my lesson well enough to stop telling the joke we did a show in ottawa where a guy walked in with two hooks for hands remember that guy? that's right yeah two yeah. hooks for hands and the show might have been the same center. guy <laughs> yeah uh comedy love but then i told the same joke at like a gig in smith's falls and there was a a, f- a guy famous in the community who had a prosthetic arm and he ran up to the stage and he gave it to me and I hoisted it in the air and everybody cheered. Whoa, all right. So, so it's a happy hey, story. Sounds like it's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I wish I had a story where I didn't have to admit that I told that joke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what comes to you mind You hoisted for sure. his prosthetic arm? He handed it to me. Air. That's insane. That's a nice Was thing. it heavy? Uh, not for me, but you know. Oh wow! Well, all right. <laughs> yeah. you can't see. No, it was. He's very buff. He's very old and very buff. Yeah, very <laughs> super old and buff. Two hundred years old. Turn up the volume buff. if you can't hear how strong I am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is a segment we like to do with every one that comes in here. This uh, segment sponsored by Humber School of Comedy. The segment's called "What's, what's your, your Dumbest, dumbest sketch? sketch?" So, what's your dumbest sketch? You don't have to have even performed it; just even pitched it or written. Yeah. Usually people are like, yeah, we did it for three years. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> um, uh, I had one. It definitely got did not get performed because people were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pizza delivery boy who was so good, he got promoted to delivering babies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. His boss sends him out to deliver a baby. No, to someone's house. <laughs> or like, they're like, sorry, I'm late. And they're like, we ordered this baby nine months ago. And blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and whatever. He works up to delivering the baby. And then there's like dipping sauce and pops too. <laughs> and, he gets uh, pops at the end. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, th- I mean... It's hard to judge which is really the stupidest. Well, yeah, I know. And, and, and that one, is that guy, is he bringing babies to people or is no. more people coming out of the... Well, okay. see, it's a flawed premise in the first place. <laughs> That's what worries me. <laughs> um, so, guys, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about the new iPhone. Mm-hmm. New iPhone X. You guys heard about this? Well, it's out. Oh, I mean, it is yeah. out, but have you guys seen but the press conference? I haven't heard conference? about it. Yeah, <laughs> there, there, was, there was a big press conference yeah? recently. Uh, it looks great. You guys want to... You want me to want to watch? Oh, you got it on YouTube? Oh, I got it, baby. Oh, time like the present. All right, here we go. Apple believes that a great product isn't just something you use, it's something you feel. And Apple feels that the time has come once again to let you buy one of its inventions. Introducing the iPhone X. 
Join me as we take this courageous leap forward together. The iPhone X has all the brand new features we could think of, including water resistance, dual cameras, and no headphone jack. That is my entire speech. Are there any questions? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you mentioned water resistance. Uh, does the iPhone X resist all types of water? Um, yes, all the basic waters that an iPhone X might encounter. Hmm, so, uh, even toilet water? I don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, does anyone else have a question? Yeah, over here, I yeah? want to So you're saying that if I drop my iPhone X in a body of water, I can just scoop it up, towel it off, flush and leave the bathroom? Sure, of course. Well, the iPhone X resists all types of water. Your example there, or, or perhaps the water from a beautiful waterfall, or the fountain of youth. Well, hey, uh, if it's water resistant, what am I supposed to do with all the rice I bought? How often do you get your phone wet? Often enough to keep a bowl of uncooked rice on the bathroom counter. Wow, okay, a lot of people seem to have a hard time keeping their phones out of the toilet. Uh, wouldn't somebody like to ask about the wireless earbuds? I mean... Uh, yeah, uh, without wires, won't they just roll down the hole? The hole? The hole at the bottom of the toilet! Maybe just don't let them go there? Does, does anyone have a question about the dual camera? I mean, I'm talking about a five kajillion pixel camera on both sides. Yeah, over here, yeah. Won't the dual camera double the chances of the iPhone X snapping a picture of my bum bum every time I drop it in the toilet? Okay, please, come on. Is the toilet the only thing you people have dropped your phones in? Come well, on. Well, I dropped my phone in the river once, I guess. Okay, good, thank you. You know, I was just taking a dump in the Mississippi River okay, one no, time. God, what is wrong with you people? We're not releasing a bathroom phone. Apple does not want to be associated with defecation. Hey! Some of us pee in there, pal. What? Okay, well, what are you possibly accomplishing on your phone in the length of a short little pee-pee? I mean... Hey! Some of us take long pee-pees in there, okay, pal. All right, well, whatever you're doing on the toilet, it's off-brand for us. I mean, I'm usually not doing anything. Yeah, me neither. Just sitting there using my phone with my pants around my ankles. Wait, really? Yeah. Don't you see? We aren't using our phones because we need to go to the bathroom. We're going to the bathroom because we want to use our phones. Can't always use your phone in the same place. It gets boring. Wow. When you put it that way, I, I guess the important thing is, you are addicted to the thing that we're selling. <laughs> well, now introducing the iPhone X Plus. Not only does the iPhone X Plus have all the features of the iPhone X, it's also bigger. And how much bigger, you ask? Too big to fit in a toilet. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, what a, what a press conference. What a crazy time. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that was a uh, Greg Cochran original. Thank mm. you very much for bringing that oh, in. Yeah. Looking oh, forward yeah. to buying that. That's why it was so Turns out it wasn't even a press conference, you yeah, dumb fuck idiots. God. No, I'm kidding. It was no, a sketch. No, we love, our, we love our listeners. We do love our listeners. All four of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other million, not so lovely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, goodbye. Uh, yeah, but anyways, that was uh, that's uh, that was a sketch. And guys, now uh, we get to move oh, into our hot segment. segment this week. We always do a hot segment. A hot <laughs> sexy segment. Love a hot seg. Yeah, man, yeah we man. Call that's what we hot. That's what we call it. Uh, Dropping a hot seg. Hot spell with a W. <laughs> Dropping a hot seg. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious to see what old Greggy says about this one. Uh, this is a segment we like to call. Time, time and, and place. place. I wasn't sure what it was called. I thought it was called Time Drop for some reason. Time Drop's not a bad so name. It's called for it. Time and Place. A time Drop is that's what I thought it was called for some reason. Anyways, well, the segment's called Time and Place. Uh, should be called Time where Drop. Where we time drop title. you. Yeah. Uh, we drop you into different times uh, and, and places. places. <laughs> yeah. And we see. And you what... tell us what you think you would do if you were, were dropped. dropped into this time and place. Oh, man. 
right. So first time and place. This one's kind of generic or whatever. Uh, L.A. in 1972. Uh, you currently are dropped down there. Yeah, what would you do? You don't have like your phone or anything. Oh, well, maybe you do. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Go to nearest pay phone. Yeah. Call an Uber. Nice. <laughs> okay. Call an Uber. <laughs> Uh, um, so my understanding of uh, L.A. in the 70s is uh-huh. that celebrities could still go out and do whatever they wanted and not get bothered because the paparazzi didn't really exist yet. Really? Yes. Because tabloid, like uh, celebrity entertainment journalism didn't become popular until the 80s with like oh, cable think, news shows. I don't know any of those. And then okay. tabloid newspapers kind of followed that, like the National Enquirer. So interesting. I would probably go to like a bunch of fancy restaurants and see famous actors in their prime oh just being before, themselves yeah because no one was star watching back then it just wasn't a thing that's like hard you to believe why would just so that well, you, you think, nowadays you can get a photo and then you can sell it or something i guess well, i think like there were so few television channels that there were no like entertainment tonight's yet or extra i think those right. came first yeah, in yeah. the 80s and then tabloids followed like newspaper mm-hmm. stuff like trash mags and stuff like that yeah but, you uh, see carson just walking around Very yeah cool. yeah yeah, actually, I think he went around in a car usually. <laughs> he went wow. just walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't walk from place to place. I read the book by his lawyer. There's a couple of yeah. uh, there's a couple of chapters on Carson traveling in a car. And, wow, full chapters about it. I would, yeah, I would have loved to have spoken too. to him. He's a yeah, uh, Bushkin. Bushkin, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would have definitely have liked to have spoken to Johnny Carson. He sounded like a not a very nice guy. I'd rather push, <laughs> push him aside and talk to Bushkin, man. That lawyer, the lawyer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else. I guess. It's the 70s. You can invest in like Apple or something, could you? No, I don't think Apple was no, even a thing. Probably not. Yeah, DOS yeah. wasn't even a thing. No, but it could sell so many good screenplay ideas oh, for things that yeah. were made. Star Wars 1977, you're right. Well, yeah. What would you do? No, I said good screenplay. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> sick dude. Talking like thrashing, you know, that movie. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm trying to think of like of sporting events that I could bet on. I'm trying to think of who won yeah, what. The sports in almanac. almanac? Yeah, I think <laughs> this whole game is just going to be stealing a plot point from Back to the Future. Yeah, 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 all back yeah, to yeah. The future. <laughs> yeah like for instance, for me, I'm going to go back, find my mother, and try to yeah, fuck her. Try to fuck her, obviously. <laughs> I want to fall out of a tree and see what happens. <laughs> I would yeah. walk into the nearest comedy club, do all Jerry Seinfeld's hour. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Or I like, would ruin Jerry Seinfeld. So I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> he would never exist because of me. That's the thing. You, the the thing is, we've been influenced by so many people between then and now that we probably wouldn't even need to steal from people we could just do the most obvious thing that comes to our minds and people would have their minds blown by it that is true we could just do bits that are now hack and you could do anything You'd be like oh yeah. and like any dumb stupid joke you wrote would probably be amazing back then because yeah. no one's ever written it mm-hmm. uh, all right that's a great answer <clears throat> just pat- that's pretty cool. <laughs> patent every great idea who knows yeah but, uh, like electricity, seventeen seventy-two. Yeah, they didn't have that then. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have kites or keys yet, so <laughs> hence no discovery. All right, cool. What's that? What's our next of business? Called what's kites our, and keys? Our next level here. Uh, how about this one? Uh, mm. What if you were uh, in Bethlehem for Jesus's birth? I'd throw a, I'd throw a beach <laughs> what ball. Do you mean you're there for the actual birth? Like he's coming <laughs> yeah, out? You yeah, throw yeah. a beach ball. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Party. Oh, yeah. So wait, you bring I'd punch Joseph in the nuts. Okay. How... <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is. Uh, does it matter how we got there? Is there a machine involved, or is it just like? Does does just, it not matter? No, you just walk out of thin air, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, how, but did you know you were going there, and that's why you brought the beach ball? <laughs> I sure. Or were you just have a beach ball at the time, and you're like, Ugh. 
Sure. Oh no, I guess I, no, I, I guess I couldn't, I couldn't look for a beast. Sorry. And I guess like, I, maybe I tend to overthink. No, things no, no. A you're bit. right. There's no, a, no, no. These are all great. <laughs> it's like, believe it or not, because the problem is, do you know you're going to this place so you can plan on what you're going to do, or do you just show up there so then you have to decide? No, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you know you're going. Yeah. We're talking about it now. Yeah, and it might okay. happen any minute. In that case, yeah, it might happen right. <laughs> right now that you no. disappear. I bring a pool noodle. Okay. In case you show up with a beach ball, I don't want you to look like a fool. Right. We have a surfing party and uh then we uh try to get the truth out of mary should be like (laughs) who was it what language are you speaking right right. it doesn't exist yet (laughs) uh yeah i guess it's hard to say you know um and then i'll sell a screenplay (laughs) exactly (laughs) try to pass yourself off as a fourth wise man uh yeah i just said something like you are not gonna believe what's gonna happen to your baby you were not going to fucking believe it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Buckle up. He gets <laughs> murdered. But, yeah, pretty But you'd have to be able to speak, uh, what, like, uh, what did they speak back then? Uh, I have no idea. Hebrew? Sumerian? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Hebrew. Is it? Yeah, I, I hope it was Hebrew. Can we, can we pretend that they can issues. understand us, or they don't understand us? I think that's even funny if I punch right. Joseph in the nuts. Maybe I just do that. <laughs> I was like, yeah! Well, you have to scream something in English or whatever, yeah. yeah. I'd just be like, oh, what's that in your ear? Oh, a coin! Yeah. And they'd be like, whoa, you're Jesus! Yeah. You're the <laughs> son of God, well, yeah, you know? They chuck their baby away. Yeah. They don't do it anymore. <laughs> You're the away. real baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would take back uh, um, all the uh, all the things I needed for like a paternity test. Mm-hmm. And be like, Let's oh, see what this fucking baby really is. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I'd hang out right? and then meet Judas and you then bring Mari Povich with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you father? Big crowd. Yeah, big crowd. Yeah, God is there. <laughs> He's shaking his head. He's nervous. <laughs> Uh, let's come up maybe, with another time and place. Maybe just some Christmas presents to really blow their minds and be like, Ooh. "What are these?" Yeah, cell yeah, phone. Like, it's a gift card, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that at any Swiss LA. Yeah. <laughs> you can also um, or Montana's or you can also take the guy who those two wise men that are bringing frankincense and myrrh and punch them in the nuts too and be like, "Those are garbage gifts." You yeah. Oh, they've been riding on camels. They're probably numb down there. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Got to punch them somewhere fresh. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Find a fresh place to punch. Right in the throat. <laughs> um, what if what if you were in the audience of the Ed Sullivan show when the Beatles played in 1964? I'd run up on stage, punch them in the nuts. Yeah, I'd chuck a beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would sit there with my arms crossed mm-hmm. and a very grumpy look on my face. There is a guy in the crowd who actually does have that face. Okay. When you watch the footage. You, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> That's you? Oh my god. You got me. That was you him. All right, wow, great. That was our segment, Time, time and Place. place. I, I kept thinking it was Time Drop. Better. Time Drop's a way better. Time Drop sounds way better. Yeah. It sounds like that? the thing they do before the movie where you have to time play? your phone out. Oh, Time yeah. Play. Yeah, yeah, Time Yeah, the drop. thing that three people do? Drop yeah, I do that every time. <laughs> he rips it, it. yeah. More yeah, yeah, yeah two other guys. Yeah, me <laughs> and Mark. <laughs> and I always get 50 scene points. Uh, you guys laugh at me now, but after doing it for, I think, 20 times, I get a free movie. Really? Oh. Yeah. Wait, how, how cheap is the butter? Or sorry, not, not just butter. I'm talking about like popcorn. How, how many scene points do you need to get uh, popcorn? Oh, like you need a lot. I think, I think oh, you need man. like 2,500 scene points to get a movie and popcorn. Oh, but wait, uh, how much is the butter? <laughs> yeah. Well, butter. The butter's yeah. free, baby. You know oh, that. What am I doing here? <laughs> it's like a run out butter style topping. I don't think it's real butter. Yeah, it's called No, it's not real butter. It's, it's called butter topping, which isn't even... In the States, it's just called topping. They don't even mention butter. That's because they're probably not legally allowed to mention yeah, butter yeah, down there. It. Barely stays on the top, too. Yeah, so. no, it sinks right <laughs> in. Middle of what I want. 
butter bottoming. <laughs> but that's a great name. What's Would you like to butter the bottom? Is it margarine? I guess maybe. I think it's I oil. It's oils, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't care great, what it no. is. It tastes great. Yeah. Comes and out, it works. Comes out of the ground in Alberta, straight to our popcorn bags. <laughs> yeah, it's a Yeah, don't we have that pipeline from Alberta that brings yeah. it straight to our cineplexes here? Yeah, they're yeah. trying to make cars that have to run on it. <laughs> <laughs> so bad for the environment yeah. though, so far. I uh, that was our new other segment. That was our butter other segment. bottom, butter, yeah. to- uh, butter topping or butter yeah, bottom. Right. Um, well, I'm, well, I'm psyched that you were on the podcast, man. Did you have a fun time? Um, yeah. yeah, great, man. Me Let too. me time me, drop oh. back yeah, about yeah. half an hour. <laughs> so you can never do this. I had the time of my life. Aww, oh, man. Yeah, that means a lot. <laughs> That's so nice. The time drop of your life. Yeah, you time dropped it. Where could people check you out or, or uh, social media style? Um, at Gregory Cochran on Twitter. I only tweet when I'm bored and I'm rarely bored. I don't believe in the false currency of social media, but okay, well, sometimes I have a stupid idea. And I'm bored. Oh, and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you can watch uh, 22 Minutes on CBC. I have writing on there sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woohoo! Um, and that's it for now. I, maybe I'll be doing some shows in Halifax, but who knows? Maybe oh, okay. I won't. Well, keep your <laughs> eyes peeled, guys. Check yeah. out his Twitter. Keep your eyes to your abs or your ears. <laughs> yeah, to your your ears to your abs and your eyes to your pecs or whatever you said Um, What do we go? We all do February 17th. Yeah, uh, our best show in town. Best show in town. Back in business, baby. And you can check us out here on Never Sleeps Network uh, every single Tuesday. Thanks again to the Humber School of Comedy for sponsoring this. Yeah, pumping us out of their nets. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and we're going to close this uh, episode today with a live recording from... This is just filmed from the crowd, wasn't it? Yeah, from <laughs> Sunday Night Live. Uh, I think the camera was mounted on a bracket of sorts on the uh, ceiling. Yeah. The sound of this is going to be this pretty bonkers. So en- be great. enjoy this, guys. Beach Brain, a sketch from Greg Cochran. Guys, see you next week. Thanks, Bye-bye. Bye. As spring draws to a close, beachgoers everywhere flocking to their local favorite sandy spots to soak up some sun. Here with some beach tips is local beach expert, Champ Doodley. Help me welcome him, everybody. <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
So skip the hooch and forget the pooch. Because a drunk dog is basically a shark with legs. <laughs> so, how can someone best use their brain once they've arrived at the beach? Thank you, Joel. I thought you never asked. When you walk onto the beach, do it safely and correctly. Always flip before you flop. They're not called flop flips. <laughs> now the beach's food consists of three parts. Sand, water, and sky. Kind of like Nepalation ice cream. Now the best place is on the sand. And how can we define sand? Say it with me. Finer than gravel, but coarser than silt. So a miner must be below the sun to maximize ray exposure. But don't stick your claim too close to the water or your sandcastle might get washed away and the sand king will probably blame you. What about the ladies, Chip? How can I use my beach brain to work on the opposite sex? Good question, Joel. Personally, I never hesitate to approach a bachelorette party and impress some she based with my knowledge of string bikini theory. <laughs> Dazzle them with some extraordinary surfer's arithmetic. For example, if you plan on hanging ten but wipe out halfway through, you've only hung five. Or, I show my sensitive side by uh, demonstrating my knowledge of babe history. Huh? For example, did you know that she babes didn't win the right to boogie board until 1972? <laughs> <laughs> what happened in 1972? Oh, Prime Minister Lester Beach Pearson. <laughs> 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 I understand. Okay, so how should beachgoers use their brain when they're off the sand and right into the water? Well, before you go in the water, it's important to survive to devise a strategy for your belongings. <laughs> Basically, what this means is locating a hiding spot for your valuables. Because if you get out of the water to discover that some bogus beach thief has stolen your valuables, trust me, you will be royally bummed. Valuables are important to everybody. I mean, just think, if the castaway dude in that movie Castaway, uh, he would have had nobody to talk to if it hadn't been for his friend, Wilson the Valuable. Wait. <laughs> 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 Can I just ask a question? You said Wilson. Are you talking about valuable or a volleyball? Uh, doesn't matter, John. <laughs> valuables are valuable. And I'm sure Oscar-winning actor Tim Hawks would agree. <laughs> Just brief, if you can just brief, what is the most, the one most important piece of advice you can give to someone who does not have much beach experience? Well, basically, using your beach brand boils down to one simple principle, which can be easily remembered with this simple acronym. Be extra aware close to water. Okay. <laughs> Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.
Hey, you got Morgan from Vesta Friends. You got Mark from Vesta Friends. And thanks so much for listening to the Vesta Friends podcast every Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, hey, in fact, did you know that Never Sleeps Network features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Is that right, Mark? It totally is, Morgan. Like what? Like our great buddy, Jeff Paul. Ah, the human potato himself, the potato files. You can also listen to that on Never Sleeps Network as well. I think I might do that right now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mark, have you heard of this Humber College comedy writing and performance program? Yeah, man, that's where I met you. Oh, yeah. Have a good time? Oh, yeah. I had a great time. I improved a ton as a comedian, too. Explain. Well, for example, here's a joke I used to do before I did the program, right? <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? <laughs> Ten tickles. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes, yeah, I hate but, that. I know, yeah. But, but, check it out after I went to Humber. <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Tentacles. <laughs> wow, well, see? I love that. Yeah. Humber School of Comedy. We teach funny people how to be funnier.